And three, two, one. You're listening to The Real Social Proof Podcast with Mr. Sleepers for Suckers himself, David Shand. Let's get it. All right, welcome to another edition of the Social Proof Podcast. And this is so ill because um, I get to do my podcast in y'all podcast studio. Yeah, this is awesome. You on the road? Has home. this ever happened before? You are nope. First, first, first. We don't. We haven't even been featured on too many podcasts. So really, this is dope. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah we like maybe, are you serious? Two, like two, two or three. Yeah, yeah. So you, yeah. Well, this is insane. <laughs> it's all good. No, it's uh, all good. Yes. Okay. Cool. 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 I get to be the first. Uh, one yeah. out of first, but. Um, but you know, social, social proof podcast. We um, we interview people who have actually accomplished something, and because they did it, they can show other people the way. Um, and we have an amazing, amazing story of the regular person becoming successful. And obviously, success is relative, but like two people who had an idea and was like, "Yo, I'm not worried about making millions. I'm not focused on making six figures, but we are going to do something impactful." And we got. The gentlemen, the CEOs, <laughs> founders of Earn Your Leisure, man. What's going on, fellas? What's up? What's up, What's man? What's going on? What's going on? Shout out to you. Y'all's story is awesome. So if y'all could just kind of just introduce yourselves individually and uh, kind of how ELA, EYL started. Yeah, I am Troy. I am an educator, global educator now. They gave me a new title. I'm a global <laughs> educator. And um, yeah, my partner is, uh, I'll let him introduce himself. Yeah, Rashad, co-founder. Yeah, yeah co-founder. Earn Your Leisure. Yeah, yeah it was, it was kind of an idea that like really springboarded off, off of uh, his social media campaign that he was doing. Um, he was just starting his financial advising career and I became his first client. And he saw something in, in social media like, yo, I want to be that guy for social media. I want to help teach finance. And um, so I was doing a summer program and I, I would ask him to come in like, yo, I need I need financial literacy in this program because it was like I teach and I know that that's not being taught in school. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is a natural fit. And when I approached him, he was like, nah, I, ain't, I ain't doing that. I ain't doing that. Like, I don't, I don't like school. And I know he didn't like school. So I'm like, I right, bet. Look, I'll write the lessons. You just come in and like just be the face for it. And he was like, all right, we'll do that. Mm-hmm. And then like after the first year, he was like, oh, he really liked it. And then he just started coming back. So you have own. a program together. In yeah, we have, a, I, we have a summer program that we mm-hmm. run. And then he came there and did it. And then after a while, I was like, I wasn't creating lessons anymore. Mm-hmm. Like he started doing it himself. Like he really saw that that was great traction. Was there a bag in it? Was the school paying? Nah, he was just doing it out of love for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Like we was, I mean, we was making like a little bit of change, but like he was just coming in on the strength. Like every Monday afternoon, he'd come in. I'm like, yo, what you think you want to do? And like the kids would love it because it was like they were, that was their first time, their 14 year old kids. It was their first time coming in contact with money. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to teach them about the importance of it because it was like maybe $300, $400. But at 14, that's a lot of money, oh, right? For sure. You know, and that's right before summer, that's right before school starts. So, you know, it was like back to school shopping. Mm-hmm. So they got a little bit of money. And it was like, nah, before you spend, let's learn the value of it. For sure. For and then sure. You, want, you want to talk about your, the Instagram? Yeah. So, and then the Instagram started. Um, so I wanted to kind of be a financial guy on Instagram and build my own personal page mm-hmm. um, from, you know, my experience in business. And uh, one of my friends, Mike, who's another one of our partners, lives in Atlanta. Uh, we was in LA a few years ago, like three years ago, I think. Yep. And um, we put together a campaign for me to, you know, grow my Instagram and that started to pick up a lot of traction but from Instagram a lot of people were asking for like extended dialogues I started doing like a lot of clips like one minute clips kind of breaking down how are you doing them though uh, it was it was it was a lot of like interviews that I was doing and I was chopping them up mm-hmm. and it was like but it was different because it was like the financial backstories but of sports entertainment so like I broke down the fifty cent vitamin water That's deal a big one. and different stuff like that that I was always interested in sports and entertainment and business so I kind of used that as like the Trojan horse 
to get my message across in business. Mm-hmm. And um, so, yeah, people really gravitated towards that. And that, yeah, that 50 Cent clip like kind of went viral. And then I did one with like Jim Jones. And um, how'd you connect with these people? No, 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 no I, I was just talking the story about them. them. I was just telling the stories. Oh, so you were just telling the stories? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So it's like yeah. CNN for the uh, yeah, for the gotcha. yeah. Exactly. So it was like it became like a street, like right. Yeah, it's a whole thing. <laughs> so I was telling a story about um, diplomats and how they did the um the com- commercial with Supreme yeah. for the T-shirts and how Supreme blew up off of that. And so it was a lot of stories like that, and people really liked it. And then um. They kept asking for like extended dialogue and then people kept asking for like a podcast. Mm-hmm. Like, you should do a podcast. So I'm like, all right, well, Troy, I take to him every day anyway. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, you want to be my partner? You want to start a podcast? And, Literally um, right here, like downstairs in this house. He was like, wow. we're yeah. working out. He's like, yo, you want to do a podcast? And I was like, all right, yeah. <laughs> Just like that. Yeah, yeah, seriously. Like, yeah, that's so it. So what was the sure. plan? So you're a finance guy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, what was the what was the the the, the business plan or the financial structure? Nah, we didn't so have anything know? like that. Honestly, the podcast was really just to keep, continue to keep growing my own personal brand. Yeah. And we just, you know, I, we didn't really look at pod. We didn't even understand how podcasts can make money or anything like that. We just, it's like it's something to do. We didn't, <laughs> but we didn't, we didn't start the podcast with like a plan as a business. Right. Yeah. It just evolved into that because it just became wildly popular. And then from there we realized, okay, this is actually something that's viable. We yeah. can, you know, turn it into a real business. And then the other stuff started to come off of that. But honestly, when we started it, we had no expectations. We never really listened to any podcast before mm-hmm. outside of Drink Champs occasionally. Mm. So we didn't even understand how podcasts work, like how to structure it or anything like that, which I think kind of worked in our advantage because yeah. it was really original. We wasn't following anybody because we had nobody to follow. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That's why the first time we met and, and you were like, yo, did you guys ever think it wouldn't work? And I was like, yo, that's the first time I ever thought of that when you said it. Because it was like, <laughs> we we just was like, yo, we're just going to do it. Because there was no expectation. Yeah, no. we had zero. Like you said, like we've never listened to any real podcast for a substantial amount of time. We didn't know where to place them. We just like, all right. We didn't even know how to record them. Yeah. Like we literally were like, yo, we got to find somebody. Like what we, we got to get mics. We, we didn't have anything. What we had was the idea and we had the name. Even the name we were like kind of battling for because he had came up with a ha- we came up with a hashtag for him like we was like yo let's build his campaign what was that hashtag so the <laughs> hashtag was earn your leisure earn your leisure was the hashtag yeah. originally and that is crazy did you say you thought he, he thought it was whack or something it was like a that? fact so yeah. he, he, he would, we were building his thing like I was like it's my brother so let's support him mm-hmm. he was like yo I need a hashtag for my campaign I'm like yo I got one. I was like, yo, earn your leisure. And he was like, nah, that's whack. <laughs> I'm like, nah, it's dope. Because especially like here where we live, like people see us, they've watched us grow up. They see us have nice cars. We have, you know, we are around a lot of pretty women. We have these big like cookouts. We throw parties here. Like people just think it's all good. They don't realize how hard we work. They don't know like this guy doesn't sleep at night. They don't know like I'm, I'm working two jobs, going to school at night, right? And like raising a family at the same time. It's like, they don't see that part of it. They just see like, yo, these guys are bowling. Mm-hmm. So it was like, ah, now we earned this freedom. We earned this leisure. So I was like, yeah, let's use that. And he was like, nah. And then our partner, Mike, he told him to him, he was like, yo, that's it. We should use that. And I never get, he came back the next day. He's like, yeah, I'm gonna use that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but even that, it's, it's, it's like a lot of times in business and just life in general, it's like, we overcomplicate things. And mm-hmm. like, it's good to just get people's reaction. Cause like when I started using the hashtag earn your leisure, I, and really, people started copying it. Other people started using Earn Your Leisure. And then, like, I remember, like, one of my friends um, in Florida, he contacted me, like, what's Earn Your Leisure? Like, is that, like, a network marketing group? Like, <laughs> people was hitting me up, like, yo, is this, like, something I could be a part of? I'm like, no, nah, it's just a hashtag. And even after, like, people was like, yo, this is dope. Like, people were telling me, like, yo, I like Earn Your Leisure. Like, I like mm-hmm. the hashtag. Like, that's an original hashtag. And I still didn't really like it. So I stopped using it for, like, months. <laughs> and then one of my friends 
we was working out one day. He's like, yo, um, well, I will earn your leisure. You st- I don't see that anymore. I'm like, I'm like, you liked it? He's like, that was dope. Like, you should wow. start using it. I'm like, all right, so I started using it again. So I just started using it. So then we started that, the name for the podcast. So I was, I wanted to, it to be called, um, Money, power, respect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wanted to call money, power, respect. Oh, so that's when the hashtag. So y'all blended both ideas because I, I I saw that initially. It was yeah. money, power, respect. I haven't seen it. Y'all still use that? No, I don't no, think we ever used it. Because we I would, know I saw that on a um, on a flyer or something like that. On the bottom it said like I thought it was money, power, respect. Maybe no, nah, money plays. It probably the money, money plays, plays behind, behind, behind it. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, so that was his. Uh, the money, power, respect. Money, was power, his. respect. I thought that that was a dope name, but then you know somebody else's name already and yeah. then, like copyrights and all that. So we ain't really. So he's like, yo, we already have. Earn your leisure. You've been using it for months. Nobody has ever used it ever. Mm-hmm. It's an original thing. So I'm like, all right, well, let's just go earn your leisure. And it's crazy because even with that, it's like so people look at like the um, emoji thing that we have. That's mm-hmm. like our thing. So people hit hit us up all the time. Like, yo, who's your um, artist that did this for you? <laughs> and I did that on the iPhone. Right, like, we right. was coming. We was like, all right, so we got it. We got a name. So now we got to come up with like. A, a slogan like a you know a picture mm-hmm. so i downloaded an app for um for words like to fonts mm-hmm. so i did i was just playing around with different fonts and then i found the font i think it's like friday the 13th is the name mm-hmm. of the font and i'm like this is dope so that was the font that we use yeah so and no then, graphic designer nah, yeah. iPhone, and, then, iPhone. and then for the picture i'm just like playing around with the emoji app i'm like well, let me see how this will look so i did my face emoji his face emoji yep. and then we just used that font that i used from friday the 13th app and that was how we came yeah. up with I the, still have the text message. The like thing, I'm yeah. like, yo, damn, that looks like me. Really? <laughs> yeah, I still have the text. Yeah, straight oh, up. So you built it like yeah. for him. Yeah. Yeah, he made yeah. my emoji. Yeah, I made I made it for him. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. I was doing like I said I was doing it. I'm like, we gotta have this done. So I did it. I made his emoji, my emoji, and I did the font. And that was, was the it. first time you did something like that? Ever. Yeah. Ever, yeah. And we were just that I literally the next day we're like, all right, let's just put this out. And we just put it out. Like, yeah. yo, this is coming next week. Be on the lookout. <laughs> That's cr- Yo, do not overthink it. Yeah, That's cr- I, I think the most important thing you could do is just take action. And he was like, you didn't wait for a graphic designer, a nah. logo designer, pay somebody five hundred dollars. Exactly. It's like Max Maxwell always say, like when he came and he saw like where we where we filming at here, and he was like, I like you guys even more because yeah. it's about yeah. taking imperfect action. And at that time, we were still using like we started off using iPhones to record. Yeah. And like, mm. you know, nah, straight up, so, it was yeah. his phone, my phone, and then we just have another person come in. Like, like we could call you, like, yo, bro, yo, you come to my house real quick. Like, yo, we uh, we need another phone. Yeah, we and said so that. like. We record, airdrop it, and like yeah, we put had, it out. What was you doing for the audio? We had mics. We had like the mics got drastically better too. The first mics we had was shotgun mics. If anybody's familiar, those are like not the best mics. So we had right. shotgun mics at first, and then we brought other mics. Yeah. And we so now we at this point, but like we was on a road buying mics. Like in LA, we interviewed our Harrison in LA, and we had to like crazy. buy mics out there and. The sound got all messed up and distorted. It was, um, it was, it was wow. we, we went to Guitar Center. We like literally Google mapped like Guitar Center, Hollywood. How fast can we get there? Because we had to go interview him. We went, bought mics. We bought the wrong chords. Mm. So when we put the mics to the chords, like he sounded amazing. We sounded terrible. We were like, yo, we had no idea, like literally no idea. And we we're like, yo, why does it sound so bad? And then we didn't, obviously, that is the reason we found out about XLR chords. And it was like, oh, now. So like people were rocking with the content, even though it was like sounding bad. They was like, yo, it's just good content. Y'all like Let's rock with them to where you're at right now. Yeah. Like stumbled up. Yeah, yeah like, just, kept, just kept going. Like I said, we didn't really think about like, all right, we're not doing this the best way because we didn't have a reference point to even say we're not doing it the best way. It's just like, all right, we're just learning as we go yeah, and just, just keep expanding. So now we got lights. We didn't have any lights. We didn't have anything. We just 
Yeah, started with some shotgun yeah. mics and iPhones. And it's crazy. Yo, somebody Googling right now, yo, how to start a podcast, and they, they're like comparing the <laughs> 10 different mics and the, the perfect cameras and the perfect lighting. Yeah. And y'all like, yo, you got an iPhone? Yeah. Okay, great, let's rock. Now, analysis paralysis stops people from doing a lot of different things right. in life. And it's like you studying, you trying to have it perfect, but it's never going to be perfect. Yeah. Just start it and then just figure it out as you go. Yeah, I told you that before. It was like we had episodes where the mics weren't even working. Like I've sat here without the mic working. I'm just like, yo, I'm just going to talk louder so it picks up on the other team. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like seriously, like we sometimes like we'll have episodes where like a camera angle's not even there. Like, yo, my phone had too much uh, pictures. I, I couldn't store anything else. You know oh what I'm saying? Like crazy, gosh. but like. Nobody ever sees that because we're just like, all right, we're just going to put the product out. And somebody, one of our guests um, said one time as well, is like, for people that's just starting out, it's like, take your time improving your quality because you can't go down. Like, one, if you start off with, like, you know, the best video and it's like, it looks like Spike Lee produced it, you can't go down to so, an iPhone, yeah. but you can always go up. So it's like your quality, people will give you leeway with your quality as long as the content is good. And right. I think that's people who don't understand. Like, they focus too much on, I say this all the time, like, to me, co content is much more important than um, quality. For sure, for Like, sure. you know, it's even our Instagram clips now. Like, we don't, we use, I use an app called Vaunt. It's like $2. People ask me all the time, like, how do you put captions on? It's like, it costs $2 in the app store. It's not the best look. Like, people got way more fancier videos, but our videos get way more views because it's good content. Yeah. Wow. So it's like, take your time. With, that'll come as you have more money. Sure. But focus on the content and just, you know, keep building it out. Don't You don't have to have the most perfect product yeah. right, right away. And so be fast, consistent. Fast forward, how many subscribers do you have? Like, give me some of the numbers behind the success of your podcast. Whew. Yeah, uh, so. So, so I would start with the, the, the game changer was for us. Like, and again, we didn't know. Like, I think we, we had put it episode out early like in april of last year and it went on to like number eight in, in the itunes charts for podcasts and like at that point i don't even think mm. we even know there was a chart so people were hitting right. us like, like yo you're in the chart you're in the chart i'm like what chart is that <laughs> and we were like oh there's a chart for podcasts and you're in, like in the top 10 so whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> and that was crazy I, hold on okay yeah. so okay go, go keep going keep yeah, going so like that's Christ. when it was like all right now we need to lock in on numbers so like fast forward Right now we own, um, and we weren't even on YouTube at that point, but right now we have like 63,000 uh, YouTube, YouTube subscribers. subscribers. We have about 30,000 yeah. listens per episode. On audio. Uh, on audio. Two million um, downloads per audio. Yeah, two From million overall. Total, total audio downloads. Yeah, it's crazy, total. man. That's cr All right, <laughs> yeah. so how did we get there? Because you start iPhone, like how did we get there? Was there a genius behind your marketing play, and maybe you did something you didn't realize how genius it was until later. Now the marketing play was just to carry over from my Instagram page, mm -hmm. which my Instagram page at the time, so we had an advantage because like we didn't just start from anywhere. Like I had around 30, 40,000 followers on Instagram, my own personal Instagram page before, when we started Earn Your Leisure. Mm -hmm. So that obviously helped it because it's like, okay, now we starting a podcast so I could direct followers from my personal page to Earn Your Leisure's page. Right. So that's that helped. And then from Earn Your Leisure, it was the same blueprint that for social media. Social media has really like been our driving factor and word of mouth. We don't really, we haven't spent any money on ads Not and we haven't dollar. really had any press. So, hmm. um, no, none <laughs> so, at all. Well, no. one, yeah, Black Enterprise, Black wrote, Enterprise wrote, wrote about us, yeah, once. Mm. Um, so yeah, we just, um, our thing is like original content and it's thinking outside the box. So, we, we a lot of our clips just started going viral because. 
we were telling a different story. Like it's a business podcast, but we tell them backstories of sports entertainment and we like breaking down doing case studies before we even started interviewing people. Mm-hmm. And people really gravitated towards that because it's like for people to get financial information from us, it's like we're just regular people. We're not, you know, the most polished as far as how we talk. We didn't go to Harvard, <laughs> but it's more appealing because they feel like they're in a barbershop, right? Yeah. And it's like the things that we're talking about is like they find it interesting. It's not like, okay, invest your money with me. I'm a, like, yeah. we, it, we're not selling anything. We're just like reporters reporting information yeah. in a way that they can understand and digest it. And financial literacy is huge right now, especially in our community. Mm-hmm. So I think it was just a, a matter of just good timing, mm-hmm. um, good content. The stars just kind of aligned for us. And then our play, which was just really different from what anybody else on social media was doing. Cause there's a lot of pages on social media, especially like black pages that deal with finances and wealth. But our thing was a little different and it was more broad ranging. Mm. And I think it's just kind of one of those things. Sometimes you just, you know, hit lightning in a bottle yeah. and social media is just really just exploring. Like now we had 200,000 Instagram followers and that's in one year. So all of that's just been, you know, just like steamrolling. And then people see the clips on Instagram, then they go to YouTube and then they tell their friends and it's become like a real underground yeah. hit. Right? Yeah, it's, it's pretty big. They, and Derek Ferguson, one, one of our former guests was like, yo, you guys are in a white space. And this is a guy who's been around Puff for Ciroc mm-hmm. and been around Puff for Sean John and the bad boy era. And he was like, yo, y'all just in a white space. Like no, nobody's doing what you're doing. Like sometimes you just catch lightning in a bottle. Like nobody's been able to talk about finance, add hip hop and sports into it. Yeah, white space, is, it's, not a, it's not a racial thing. Yeah. White space means like when you hit like the white hot. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like when you when something is really at its hottest point, it's white. So it's like um, when you when you hit up that white space, it's like you in a space, you in a vibe where nobody Nobody's else in is your in. Lane. Like you in your own, yeah. you in your and own. And there might be people in our lanes, just that we never we didn't see it because, like I said, we didn't listen to anybody. So like that white space, it was like when he said that to us, we were just like, All right, we might be on something because this guy's been around super successful ideas and super successful people. It was like. He was like, whatever I need to do to help y'all, I'm willing because this is it. Y'all have something here. And so that was like super encouraging because it was like, all right, let's just keep going. And then just being consistent, like every every single day is like we had a routine. Like I know I'm going to wake up, I'm going to read, I'm going to find something, I'm going to send it to Shadi. He's going to put his magic on it. He's going to put it out to the world. And then every day we do that. So it was like when people, I I, I had this conversation with somebody in L.A. I was like, yo. Um, we become the news for our culture because, mm-hmm. like, people are not—they're not going to yeah. the traditional outlets. They're not watching ABC News or they're not watching Good Morning America. They go on to Instagram and if they want to find something out, they're hitting us up. So we take that like super responsibly because it's like, all right, well, we want to report things that I know that our culture is looking for. Yeah. yeah so we, we, somebody told us we we the Rosetta Stone of financial literacy. <laughs> yeah. So like, I'm running with that. <laughs> you know what the I, I think the gift was that you guys weren't studying and watching podcasts to be able to find something different mm-hmm. because I think sometimes you watch some pe- you watch people for so long like there's some people that like are huge Gary V fans right they watch Gary V all the time and when they start to speak it sounds just like Gary V not that they're trying to emulate yeah. him yeah. but you're gonna be naturally influenced yeah. oh for sure that for works sure. like you could tell some people that have been watching ET for years because when they present. It's the same thing, right? And it's maybe they're trying to do it differently, but they've been so indoctrinated in this one message that it comes out unoriginal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and it's so crazy because it's like, me, I feel like I could see people like even taking influence for us and I, it's dope. But it's like, so like when I first started like writing, mm. 
uh, I was doing like, here's how. That was like a thing. It was like, here's how. That was like, a, I would write that. And then I just seen a bunch of people see put start point, here's how. Like, here's how. Like, I mean, I'm You're like, an influencer. That's yeah. the definition of influencer. <laughs> nah, it's a crazy. Then I saw CNN put here's how on one of the things. I'm like, oh, that's crazy. So then we started, um, I started like, with people to come on the podcast, you know, spice it up. So it was like a whole lead up. So like the day before the podcast, I would write articles mm. on the people. And it's like, Entrepreneur goes from living with his mother to making a hundred thousand yeah. dollars, and now everybody writes those kind of articles. It's yeah. like you see, like couple travels the world, like you know what I'm saying. It's like so. It's like you start right, that. huh? Did you start that for the podcast? For the podcast, yeah. well, definitely. So, and people just grab it. Like, and then we started doing inst- Instagram lives, and then now people do Instagram lives to promote. I didn't see anybody doing that to even like assets over liabilities. Like when I drew up the, the idea for assets over liabilities, I'm, I was telling Mike. Our partner and I'm like I want. Did you to make that design too? Yeah. <laughs> no, nah, the, the name. No, the design. Not the design. Too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he was like, tell me you didn't do that on your phone, bro. No, nah, I, 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 <laughs> I just, I just, I just did that in my head. But I told he didn't want to do that. Uh, Mike, he was like, no, it should be different. It should be assets over. He wanted, I'm like, no, it should be a line with yeah. over. So when I saw somebody else do that. I'm like that's an an original idea that actually came out of my brain Mm -hmm. that somebody else actually copied and it's like it's crazy but it's flattering at the same time but one thing I remember like the here's how one of our guests and a good friend of mine um, ours Valencia Clay and she's real big on Instagram and um, she was telling me I'm like, yo, they took here's how, like, you know what I'm saying? Because that was actually her idea, and she brought it to me, and I kind of, like, reworked it. I'm like, mm. and she's like, yo, it, just think of something else. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, for sure, for it's sure. Like, they can't copy your brain. Yeah. So it's like, I see that a lot in social media, and I think that that's one of the mistakes. That's my whole point is, like, you have to be original. I think that's one of the reasons that Earn Your Leisure is successful, because we're original. We're not copying anybody, and I feel like a lot of people are not original. And it's like, you can only go so far by taking somebody else's blueprint. Like if we try to do a a show with champagne and drinks, it's like, Nori already has drink champs. They gonna know that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like You can't fake authenticity. Yeah, it's like, it's already been done. So what we're doing has never been done and that's worked for us. Like what what works for you might be eating Doritos and talking in the high chair. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like you gotta find your own lane and I think originality is extremely underrated in this day and age. Yeah, It's encouraging too because it's like, even when we see that, it's like, well, people are waking up and they're trying you know what I mean like when we see podcasts especially even in our our neighborhood like we see people creating podcasts we see people creating their own clothing line it's like that wasn't happening before this which is dope because it's like all right, well they have the vision now their their parameters of where they can be in life have risen like and it's dope so we're just uplifting everybody and and we're learning from people and uplifting ourselves at the same time so you know it's encouraging it's still still encouraging so the, the, the million dollar question is how do you make money from a podcast? That's what, I mean, that's what I want to know. Like me personally. So yeah. like, forget, I know y'all listening, but this is a question yeah. for me. So how do you make money from a podcast? It's so important that black voices are represented in black media for so many different reasons. And the next generation of black uh, voices and influencers from black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collections, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. And every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. From Bobby Smyrta to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of black stories, black truths. 
I listen and I'm enjoying these conversations that are for us, by us. Black representation, again, it hasn't always been uh, shared from our perspective. And black perspectives haven't been censored in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the black experience. Here are a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center black voices. It's NPR. Noir. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as very nuanced and black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen to the Black Stories, Black Truths on NPR, wherever you get podcasts. All right, let's do some quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you can keep. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headache, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, access from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. It just makes sense. You improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit from NetSuite? I know you see it. Listen to me. If you have everything scattered in business, you cannot grow. And everything is more expensive when you have more and more processes layered on top of each other, more and more softwares. You got to get out of that. And it, it will improve efficiency and cut costs. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to NetSuite.com slash social proof. That's NetSuite.com slash social proof. NetSuite.com slash social proof. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors, and add blocks. No custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise, and with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step -step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite. You want to you start with the ads? I mean, yeah it's, yeah, it's a bunch of different ways. So we have ads mm -hmm. on audio. So like audio outlets, you have like Spotify, and Apple, those are like the two biggest ones, but there's a bunch of them, Podbean, Sketcher, mm -hmm. 
Anchor, all of them. So um, you can put ads in your audio segments. You have to do it yourself? Or? Well, so we use Anchor, which is our um, host for the podcast. Like they distribute our podcast to mm-hmm. like all of the different outlets. So mm-hmm. it's like YouTube where the commercial just comes in or you have to actually put it in your podcast. You you manually put it in, yeah. but they give it to you. Yeah. Like So like mm. Anchor, so that's one of the things with Anchor is like they, get, they give you um, ads. They take like 30%, I think. Mm-hmm. They take 30% and then... The podcast host gets seventy yeah. percent. You can get ads on yourself outside of that. Yeah, like, le- like let's say you want to sponsor the podcast, right? We broke it now. We get one hundred percent of that. Mm-hmm. But anything that they bring to the table, then they get thirty and we get seventy. Yeah. And, and we with that, and that's the crazy part is like we the show had segments, but it originally didn't have segments. The only reason we put segments, no, it originally had well, segments, but it, because we did that for that yeah. for the ads because it was like Spotify was like, yeah, we have two ads, and like they sent it to you. We got to read them and put them in, but it was like. How do we put them in? All right, well, we'll make segments for the episodes and that's where the ads will go. So now when we have three segments, it's like, oh, it's super intentional because it's like those are ad placements. You know what I'm saying? So like even with the ads, they, there's something called a CPM. So the CPM is just how much money they're going to give you per a thousand listens. So like for the average uh, audio is probably like $20. So every- $20 per thousand Per, per thousand plays. Listens, gotcha. Right? So you get two hundred, you get 20,000 plays, you make $200. Right? So like knowing that, it was like, all right, that's cool. Let's get a bunch of ads. Right? So if that was one, let's try to get three ads on the episode because now it's not $20 anymore. Now it's 60 Right? Mm. You see what I'm saying? Bro, I was wondering why y'all did the segments. Because I, <laughs> yeah. I do podcasts. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah. why don't they just- not, segue into another question. The segment, yeah, and uh, the crazy thing is like the segment actually because it's like I like to think of it like sixty minutes. The show sixty minutes, mm-hmm. where it's like if you ever watch sixty minutes, it's three different segments and it's three different topics. So that kind of came by accident because, like you said, we had to put the ads in. So we like, all right, we got to put two. We we got to make room for two ads, yeah. three ads, but one can go at the beginning. The other two have to go in the middle. So yeah. it's like, all right, let's just break the show into three segments. Yeah. And then we realized, all right, since it's three segments, we might as well be talking about three different things. Like before we had a guest, it was three completely different things. Yeah. So that's another thing that is kind of like our trademark, but that was really an accident. It only happened because we had to make yeah. room for that's crazy. Yeah, The first episode we shot, it was like 45 minutes and we had to listen to it and like, all right, let's stop it there. But it was like unnatural. It was like, oh wait, where'd the episode just go? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then it became like, all right, so the next segment, and so now it, when you hear it, it's like next segment, it's that ad break. Yeah. Okay, so uh, we are gonna go to the next segment of the <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, that's, that's genius. That's just that the audio. Brilliant. And then from that audio, I mean, just the audio, when we put that out on YouTube, YouTube's another, source of income because like now those same ads there's ads on the on the visuals and the beauty of youtube is that the cpms are much higher so like the average like what i said cpm that's for the, the what they're gonna pay per thousand um, i'm not sure what it's, i'm not sure what it stands for yeah i'm not sure what the, but the, the actual acronym but that it, what it breaks down to is how much they're gonna pay you per thousand mm-hmm. views or listens so youtube the average changes, right? Like your video could get seventy dollars per thousand. We got a hundred dollars. Yeah, we had a hundred and twelve dollars CPM once for an episode. So imagine if that episode now does a hundred thousand views <laughs> and you're getting seventy dollars per thousand. You see what I'm saying? Like that could add up. And quick. and the good thing with YouTube is that it, you have way more chance of going viral. Like we know we're gonna get thirty thousand, twenty five thousand listens per episode on audio right, right. now, and we're growing. But YouTube, you might have one episode that gets like 5,000 views, but another episode might get 180,000 because it hits the algorithm and it just goes to just... And who pays more? Who pays more, um, the podcast platform or YouTube? Well, we put up more episodes out. We get more ads on. So that's consistent. Like eventually YouTube will. Mm-hmm. 
uh, as we put more content out um, and we break out. And we've been doing that this year, 2020. It's like we just put smaller content because we saw the duration time for people that viewed it on YouTube was like 22 minutes. But if our episodes are 60 minutes and you're only watching 22, that means you've missed some of it. Mm-hmm. So now, like when we put out the smaller segments, it's like, all right, well, that was a third segment that you might have missed. And people just gravitate toward that. Like mm-hmm. we put out a, a clip with Al Harrington that we did in April and people were like, yo, that's amazing. Yo, he needs his own episode. And we're like, yeah, he does have his own episode. <laughs> right, but right, that right. that just shows, it's yeah. like sometimes people gravitate toward things at, at a different time. I think YouTube right. has more scale of, scalability yeah. than audio. Uh, but those are two ways. Then um, merch, we sell merch. Yeah. Right. So so uh, what is, is Stitcher is the-, the um, Anchor. 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 So Anchor is where you, you get one vertical of Anchor because they'll insert the ad. Well, you insert the ads and- yeah. Okay. Uh, and how did they contact you? Like, yo, we got another one. Here no, they, they, they just uh, put it on the app. So like gotcha. on the app, like you get yeah. notified, like we got a new ad for you. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. Okay. And then you got to read the script. And then you, you know, you say, well, you say if you want the ad or not. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You read the, you read the script and then they um you place it in. You ever turn any down? Um, I don't think so. The crazy, it'd be crazy. Like I, he'll text me like, yo, we got an ad. It'll be like four o'clock on a Tuesday and our episodes come out at five. He's like, yo, we gotta get that ad out. I'm like, yo, I'm driving from school. He's like, we need, let's get the ad out. I'm like, I, right, I literally will come here and like shoot it real quick, and then like it'll be on the episode the next time. So it's like, oh, wow. we don't want to waste any time because we know, like, yo, the first day of the episode being dropped, we know that's gonna be the highest rush. Mm-hmm. So like, if we know there's gonna be about ten to fifteen thousand people listening that first day, I want to have that ad on it. So if they put it out at four forty-five, I need that ad on there before five. You how much do you think you made, or how much would you charge somebody? to run an ad on an episode. Right now, I think it's between six and $700 an episode if you want to do a one-off. Yeah. D- does that happen often? Yeah. We yeah. Get, but most of the campaigns, most times we get campaign, like we get right. some, like somebody to do like 10 episodes or 12 episodes. People don't really do one-offs too much. Most of the time it's like 10, like Spotify and Anchor, we're locked, they, we've been locked in for like a year mm-hmm. where they, those ads run consistently. Then we have other ads that are running for like a couple weeks, six weeks, yeah. or they'll do like 10 episodes, 12 episodes, stuff like that. Gotcha. Yeah. It's a real thing. So like we used to say like, yo, it's an EYL effect. And we were just talking about social media. Like we we, we spoke about some of the people who come on and, and their social media growth will grow after an episode. Mm. And we were like, yo, it's an EYL effect. And it was like, no, nah, this is a real thing. Cause like now when we do an ad for a business, they come back like, listen, we want to stay on. Like, mm. yo, I've got so many clients just from being on the episode. If somebody heard you promote us, it was like, all right, this is a real thing. Wow. And then we go, now we started to offer affiliate links too for like people that's coming on selling stuff on the podcast, mm-hmm. courses and things of that nature. Like we have affiliate link um, where we can get a percentage off of that too. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Okay. And then we got so, Patreon. Patreon. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I'll definitely <laughs> about to get that. Hold on. Let, let, let's hold that one because I, I want to get into the merch. Yeah, so yeah. first we got one vertical of the audio. We got YouTube and then merch. Yep. So merch. How, how does that work? So I mean, like it's just obviously you got a loyal following and they, they yeah. pop up. Or? Yeah. We, I mean, we when we go to anywhere we go, we we give out we we sell the merch and in most episodes we have the merch on. Um. So people see that and they just want to support. Like they like the slogan. They like the logo. They buy into us. They're like, yo, that that's dope. And so like they'll wear it. So when we go to a city, people will have their shirts on. Mm-hmm. Like just out of love for us. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So we try to create new merch and we try to create slogans that people like they're gonna learn something, right? The most mm-hmm. important thing in our community is like what you wear. Yeah, you know, for sure, you know what I'm saying? Sure. The first thing people look at is what you wear. Like mm-hmm. when you came in, I was like, yo, I just watched the video. You had that. Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it's like we if they gonna look and we know that, let's give them something to learn from it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that that was super intentional. Okay, so so the next one is Patreon. So talk to me about Patreon. Yeah, we kind of stumbled upon that, man. Like somebody hit us in a in a, in the messages and was like, "Yo, y'all got a Patreon?" 
And I text Shaggy like, yo, you ever heard of Patreon? And he was like, nah, I'm like, I'm about to look into this. And I found out it was like a, almost not a crowdfunding campaign, but like a way to support mm-hmm. uh, creatives. And so we created a Patreon page with like giving people extra episodes, giving them uh, the audio before it came out, giving them bonus clips, and people just kind of liked it. And in addition mm-hmm. to that, depending on what they joined at, which tier, we had different tiers, they could talk to us. Give so me the like, tiers, give me the tiers, so we had, the numbers behind it. So we had, uh, the first tier was $2, and it was just like you get that the audio before. And it's all recurring? Else. Yeah, yeah, every week we, we put it out. So like Tuesday, an episode will come out, Patreon gets it on Mon- Monday afternoon, or Monday morning. So they've heard it. So like sometimes they'd be like, yo, that episode was dope. And, we'll, and like, I'm like, how you hear it? And like, oh, now I'm on Patreon. I'm like, right, oh, right. yeah, 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 all right. But they're like $2 a month. Yeah, $2 a month, month, $2 a month. Oh, the tiers is, what the tiers is? So it's tier, the, there's the first tier. Um, and they're all, the tiers are all hip hop. Uh, so like, I think it's like tier one, there's like something like that has to do with hip hop, like maybe the blueprint mm-hmm. tier. No, blueprint tier is the last tier. But then you had um, a $5 tier where now you get bonus clips. So like, how we did an episode and this content there that doesn't make it, we put the, the extra oh. on Patreon. So people like seeing that. And then uh, the next tier was like the $25 tier, and we were like, yo, people want to call us and talk to us for a half hour just to pick our brain. So like that became a tier in addition to everything you got, plus they got a discount on the merch. Gotcha. And you got some people that are, are on that monthly, and you talk to them every month. Right, right. And then we had the $100 tier where it was like, now we have a conversation for an hour. And so from mm. that, this is crazy. Like People were starting to use that as a business strategy. They were like, yo, I want to get in contact with these guys. I want to pitch the, I, this idea to them. Um, for like example, Brandon Mitchell, he joined Patreon at $100. He knew we had to call him. So mm. when he called us, he had this amazing idea. Like we were talking about having a consultation for him and he like pitched this idea. I'm like, yo, he has what we want. Like mm. we should figure out how to partner with this guy. Long story short, he becomes our business partner now from that hundred dollar call. Wow! You see what I'm saying? What's so like, his name? Brandon Mitchell. Brandon Mitchell. Gotcha, yeah. Gotcha, so gotcha. Brand Resumes is, is his is his uh his company, and they I mean it's it's new age man. Like this kid is a 23 year old genius. He creates LinkedIn profiles, does resumes for pe- for college and career professionals, revamps their whole thing, and then wow. has software that will put it on job boards for you. So we were like, nah, we we need to get this guy on our team. That's crazy. And from that Patreon, he became part of our team. <laughs> so you got about four verticals there. So we got live events too. Yeah. So live events is what we do now. Um, with, Sheesh. Yeah, the live <laughs> podcast workshop. So that's um, an in-person experience. And the live podcast is dope because people like the podcast, but it's it, when we do the live podcast, we have it like catered and it's open bar. And it's a networking event. So that's usually like on a Saturday and then on a Sunday we have workshop like we did at Your, Your Space. And that's when we bring like different people that's been on the seminar on mm-hmm. the workshop on to then give like seminars. And it's like, you know, a half an hour, hour presentation, like Alex, good energy to talk about trucking and things of that nature. And um, so, yeah, those are our are, are live events. That's a revenue stream. And then also we have our online university, EYO yeah. University. Mm-hmm. EYO University is a more expanded platform of learning. Um, the playoff of the podcast and weekly classes and yeah. it's Zoom. So right, it's like right. you get to interact with the How instructor often? every week. Every, every week. week. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So um How much is that? Uh twenty nine dollars a month. Yeah. So like we like we said, like we started saying EYL alumni, like the mm-hmm. people would come on would be alumni because they were like, yo, people would co- comment like, yo, I'm learning so much from y'all. This is like school. This is better than college. I'm learning mm-hmm. so much. I, I'm in the MBA program. I'm learning more from y'all. 
So we were just like, yeah, all right, cool. This is cool. So then we just said, yo, EYL University. And it wasn't a, it wasn't a site before we said it, mm. but then it started to make sense. Like, yo, we should actually have courses where people learn. Gotcha. So that everybody, you're alumni. Oh, um, so no saying? doubt. We out here. So it was like, <laughs> all right. So then we reached to our alumni like, hey, you, you interested in teaching a course like mm. on this Wednesday? Mm-hmm. And so they're like, of course. Like, I would do, I'll help y'all out. Y'all help me out. And so like the alumni became the professors. That's ill, bro. <laughs> and you know, I think a lot of people when they start a podcast is like, yo, I'm going to do the podcast and I'm going to try to get some sponsors. And I mean, that's how we think. Our right, we okay, we got to get somebody to pay for it, but you guys are like thinking past the podcast and how the podcast can be a center a centerpiece for so much more, but you're driving everybody through the podcast. Yeah. yeah. That's some awesome. Some other ship. That's <laughs> awesome. Yeah. I, like, I, I got like two more questions because we got to head to the airport. First off, thank y'all for um, being here. And we don't want to spill the beans before social proof because y'all giving out like the whole game right now. Yeah, yeah. Um, but how do you select the people who you invite to the podcast? I, I'll give you the easy answer. Uh, I tell them call Shadi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not really a set formula. I get that question a lot, and a lot of people want to be on the podcast. It's really just, honestly, bro, it's uh, it's just a gut feeling. You know, I try to talk to people on the phone. I look for stories that are interesting in different fields that we haven't covered. Try to, like, keep it diverse. Then you kind of check the temperature on their personality, mm-hmm. if they can articulate them, their message well. Mm-hmm. But it's really no set formula. It's really just, you know, it's just, it's so broad ranging that anybody could be a good guest as mm-hmm. long as they have information and they're willing to give that information and they're willing to, you know, deliver it in a manner that people can understand. What about people who have information but they ain't really apply it just yet? You know, it's a, it's a bunch of coaches who haven't really built anything, mm-hmm. but they sound really good in the presentation. I mean, yeah, we look for people that actually have like businesses. Right. Actually, <laughs> right. You know what right, I'm saying? Right, right. Actually um, talk about. And um, yeah, that's kind of the formula. Like, it's really no set formula of like you have to have because some of our best guests haven't even have no social media presence yeah. at all. Yeah. And so you can't really. Of course, that helps if somebody has a following. They people, you know, brings awareness. But we don't use that as the the metrics. Yeah. We don't use even the most successful person. Like you could be somebody that's just starting out and have a great story and have mm. a backstory. So. It just depends. It really just depends. But um, yeah, it's a lot of pressure now because people want to go on. <laughs> Best. Give me like yeah. a life changing moment in a podcast interview. Because obviously we do it for work Ooh. where you're interviewing people. But give me one moment where like somebody said something and it changed everything for you. Um, there's there's two that I can think of because um, obviously we shoot in my house. And um, I think when Matt came on, it was like episode 12. And he was talking about buying um, the dream home and how people have it reverse engineered where we buy the dream home and then now we can't have any more homes because mm-hmm. we get everything toward what we wanted, right? Or what we could afford. And uh, he broke down this four, three, two, one. It was like, you know, you buy a multifamily and from the rental income from that, you get the three unit, then you get the two unit, then you actually buy your dream home. And I'm mm-hmm. sitting in my house like, damn, that make a lot of sense. Yeah, right, 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 right. Um, yeah, but then even the FHA loans from that episode, like it was like I had just gone through that process. So I'm like, yo, this is powerful stuff. And I'm like, I'm like yo, when I have to refinance, I'm definitely looking to this guy. And I think the other one for me was um, when Max Maxwell came and he kind of what Shadi said when he spoke to us, like I had no idea that he knew us. Um, and then he was talking like, yo, I love y'all guys. I've been watching y'all from the beginning. And he was like, mm. and like he said, when he came in here, he was like, yo, this is where it's happening. I love y'all even more because y'all took imperfect action. 
this isn't perfect, but y'all said, I don't care, we doing it anyway. And I was like, yeah, I, I, I like this guy. <laughs> yeah, it was one of those moments. Shadi, talk to me. Yeah, I like, um, I had a couple. I, I take a little bit from everybody's interview. Um, Derek Falcon, episode 11, that's one of my favorites. Um, and he said a lot of stuff, but he was talking about like creating different revenue streams. So every revenue stream that we just named, and when he said like one of the biggest people stake is like you had seven streams, every million has seven streams, but mm -hmm. it's like a lot of times it's like, you think you have to have seven different things going. He's like, he doesn't need seven streams to become, seven different um, hustles to become wealthy. He can create seven streams off of one branch. So that's kind of like with us, like we don't need seven different businesses to create seven different streams. It all comes from one stream, earn your leisure, and then we mm -hmm. could just branch it off from there. And that's a lot easier to grow laterally yeah. as opposed to just picking random stuff like out the sky. So that actually, you know, made a lot of sense to me. And like I said, that's kind of like our blueprint that we're using with earn your leisure is just creating multiple streams of income off of one thing, which is a lot easier than just doing, you know, hair and this and yeah. you know, a bunch of other stuff. So that for sure. Um, then also Wall Street Trapping when he said like, what's your freedom price? And then, mm -hmm. you know, I heard that before, but it's just like really like just made me really think like, all right, what's, what's the number that I'm going to need to really be financially free? Yeah. And then like, you know, kind of work towards that. So yeah, but like I said, there's so much, so many different gems that I've gotten, uh, yeah. I learned, and I'm sure Troy learns as well from all of our guests. It's really just, that's the best part for me. Yeah, yeah and I, I think you guys are going to continue to be successful because you like eating your own cooking. Like, the stuff you serve in other people, yeah. like, you eat them too. So yeah, I'm yeah, sure yeah. it's Well, it's crazy because like, it's I'm like Maurice Claret. Um, I don't know if, he, like, if you're a football fan, you know about Maurice Claret. He's a, a legend, Ohio State legend. Mm -hmm. um, and... He was telling me, he's a big fan of the podcast, and he was like, you know, I was um, jealous of, of you guys. And I'm like, why Why you say that? And he was like, you know, you read this this book called, um, was Dale Carnegie uh, wrote a book. It's a legendary book. Um, when Friends Influence People? No, Thinking Grow Rich. Think Grow Rich. Mm. So in that book, he, he interviewed like 25 billionaires or like 25 of the richest people at that time because... He he worked for I think Carnegie the steel guy, mm -hmm. but he worked for like twenty five years and didn't get paid. And his whole thing was like, "Don't pay me, just introduce me to all of your friends and colleagues, and I'm gonna mm -hmm. interview them." And he was like, he compiled twenty five years worth of interviews and wrote that book. And that book is like one of the most successful business books of all time. Right. And it's like he's like, "You doing this in one year? Like you same <laughs> principle? Like you right. getting to meet all these people?" And you're learning from all these different people. And he's like, that's like crazy. Like that's worth so much more than any yep. sponsor can pay you or anything like that. Yeah, just yeah. to get that information and develop relationships with these people. And I'm like, yeah, that's really deep that he said that. And it's true. Because it's like now we can, we need hard money loans. I just call my guy Lord of the sure. Slums. Exactly, like, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. We need trucking. Call Alex. Vendor machine. Call Chief. Like yeah. any, these are all experts. Stocks. Yeah. yeah. So I just hit people there and we just develop relationships and we learn. So for me, that's that's the dopest part. It's, it's crazy. just to actually be a student. That's a fact yeah. too. And it's like now, like we even got our young boys around us. They're like, "Yo, that vending machine episode. Like, I, I got to get one. How, how, how do I, yo? I'll plug you. Like, mm -hmm. let, let's let's talk about it. Like, so now we see the younger generation. Like, they actually taking the information and trying to apply it. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, damn. Like, yeah, we in our thirties, but like, if we had known that at twenty, yeah, for sure, we'd have been out of here. Mm -hmm. But like now, they have the opportunity to be out of here. So watching them apply the information and try to be successful in, those, in, in different avenues that they never thought of. Like that's what, like I said, that's worth more than any sponsor could ever pay us. I love it. Cause that's right. legacy. Yo, last question. I gotta run to the airport. Yeah, yeah. I I like to make predictions on the podcast where I want to know where you see yourself in the next five to ten years, so we can watch this five to ten years later. <laughs> and we were like, yo, I remember we was at the table. They said it. I got it on tape. I got it on tape. 
Yeah, I mean, I, the, the growth that I want to see on your leisure is um, I really want us to be like, I always say like the breakfast club of business mm-hmm. where, you know, hopefully we can get to a point where we're putting out interviews every single day, like a Joe Rogan or a breakfast club. And um, I feel like if anybody has anything that they want to present as far as business or it's like, you know, you got music, you got to go to the breakfast club. Yeah. It's like if you're an entrepreneur, you have to come to earn your leisure and make it like a platform and, and, and globally, too. That's another thing too. Is like I feel like um, you know we have a large presence all over the world, mm-hmm. so we don't want to limit ourselves to just America. So we want to take this on the on the road and hit London and hit Canada and hit Africa and it. all of that and just be a, a resource yeah. to the entire globe. We, yeah, we I, we have to become the must stop shop. You know what I'm saying? And in addition to that, um, I see us doing programming because that's something that we do already. Like I said, that it started from that program. But programs throughout the United States, throughout the, the world, really, where we can get kids at a younger age, right? Because, right. like I said, these young guys that we're around now, they're in their 20s. But imagine if I would have taught you this at 10. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Like, that changes the trajectory for generations. For sure. Uh, and there's nothing that can stop us because the information is available. You know what I'm saying? So I know that schools are not going to change curriculum mm-hmm. because there's a lot of money to be made in changing right. curriculums. Um, so once we, if we have a platform like this and we're doing it independently, nobody can stop us. Mm. Like nobody can stop us. I love it, man. We might have to do Social Proof New York. <laughs> we might have to put that play together. But, man, gentlemen, I appreciate you. Um, I cannot wait to actually sit in your session and um, hear you really expound for 50 minutes on how to build uh, an effective uh, uh, monetized podcast at The Real Social Proof. So um, let everybody know how to uh, get in touch with you. Yeah, um, earnyourleisure.com is our website with all of our information. And then our Instagram handle is Mm earnyourleisure. Facebook, earnyourleisure. Twitter, earnyourleisure. Email, same thing. (laughs) Troy at earnyourleisure. Info at (laughs) earnyourleisure. Troy's Instagram is Troy Millings. Yeah. My Instagram is Rashad Bilal. So we just keep it easy. (laughs) Yeah, we are who we are. (laughs) Make sure you follow my boys, all right? And make sure you see my episode on Earn Your Leisure. That's that's really one of the proudest moments. (laughs) (laughs) That's going to be a big one. All right, y'all. Follow my boys. Out of here. Peace. Yo, this is your boy, Donald the Boys. Donald the Boys. And that's right. If you're listening, then you know a little bit of my swag, my production. I'm a voiceover artist, podcast producer, and also a little bit of a creative. And I want to offer you a special offer for this podcast listenership. That's right. Head on over to DonaldTheVoice.com. And if you need any kind of commercials, promos, or advertisements, that then I'll be sure to hook you up. With prices starting as low as $50 for a fully produced commercial, I'm willing to give you the best value that you can get anywhere. So once again, head on over to DonaldTheVoice.com. And I look forward to talking to you. And, and, and now, back to the show.